book second chapter nineteen of a day of fate by edward p rowe this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by like many waters book second chapter nineteen ada i heard often from the farmhouse and learned that mr hearn had gone to europe almost immediately but that he had returned in the latter part of september and had spent a week with his little girl mrs bradford his sister accompanying him they seem to think adela is doing so well mrs yocomb wrote that they have decided to leave her here through october ada spends part of every forenoon teaching the little girls in the latter part of november i received a letter that made my heart beat thick and fast we expect thee to eat thy thanksgiving dinner with us and we expect also a friend from the west i think she will treat thee civilly at any rate we have a right to invite whom we please we drew up a petition to emily and all signed it father added a direful postscript he said if thee won't come quietly i will go after thee thee thinks i am a man of peace but there will be commotion and violence in ohio if thee doesn't come so strong-willed as thee is thee has got to yield for once she wrote father the funniest letter in reply in which she agreed for the credit of the society of friends not to provoke him to extremities she doesn't know thee is coming but i think she knows me well enough to be sure that thee would be invited emily writes that she will not return to new york to live since she can obtain more scholars than she needs at columbus mrs yocomb also added that ada had left home that day for an extended visit in the city and she gave me her address i had written to ada more than once and had made out a programme of what we should do when she came to town quite early in the evening i started out to call upon her but as i drew near the house i saw that a handsome coupe stood before the door drawn by two horses and that the coachman was in livery my steps were speedily arrested for the door of the dwelling was opened and mr hearn came out accompanied by ada they entered the coupe and were driven rapidly toward fifth avenue i gave a long low whistle and took two or three turns around the block muttering gilbert hearn but you are shrewd if you can't have the best thing in the world you'll have the next best come to think of it she is best for you if this comes about for ada i could throw my hat over yonder steeple i went back to the house proposing to leave my card and thus show ada that i was not inattentive the interior of the dwelling like its exterior was plain but very substantial and elegant the servant handed my card to a lady passing through the hall oh thee is richard morton she said cousin ruth and ada have told us all about thee please come in for i want to make thy acquaintance ada will be sorry to miss thee she has gone out for the evening if she will permit me i said i will call to-morrow on my way downtown for i wish to see her very much do so by all means come whenever thee can and informally thee'll always find a welcome here before i was aware i had spent an hour in pleasant chat for with the yocombs as mutual friends we had common interests mrs winfield my hostess had all the elegance of mrs bradford but there was also a simple friendly heartiness in her manner that stamped every word she spoke with sincerity i was greatly pleased and felt that the wealthy banker and his sister could find no fault with ada's connections she greeted me the next morning like the sister she had become in very truth oh richard she exclaimed i'm so glad to see thee 
why these so improved i'd hardly know thee seems to me these grown taller and larger every way i fear i looked rather small sometimes in the country no richard thee never looked small to me but when i think what i was when thee found me i don't wonder thee went up to thy room in disgust i've thought a great deal since that day and i've read some too if you knew how proud of you i am now it would turn your head perhaps it isn't very strong so thee's going to eat thy thanksgiving dinner at home i shall be well out of the way you will never be in my way but perhaps i might have been in somebody's way had i come earlier last night i thought thee was blind she said an exquisite color coming into her beautiful face never to your interests ada count on me to the last drop oh richard thee has been so kind and helpful to me thee'll never know all that's in my heart when i think of what i was when i first knew thee i wonder at it all ada i said taking her hand you have become a genuine woman the expression of your face has changed and it has become a fine example of the truth that even beauty follows the law of living growth from within outward higher thoughts noble principle and unselfishness are making their impress after our long separation i see the change distinctly and i feel it still more you have won my honest respect ada i predict for you a happy life and what is more you will make others happy people will be the better for being with you well richard now that we are brother and sister i don't mind telling thee that it was thee who woke me up i was a fool before thee came but the true sweet woman was in your nature ready to be awakened other causes would soon have produced the same effect possibly but i don't know anything about other causes i do know thee and i trust thee with my whole heart and i'm going to talk frankly with thee because i want to ask thy advice thee knows how near to death i came i've thought a great deal about it having come so near losing life i began to think of what life meant what it was and i was soon made to see how petty and silly my former life had been my heart just overflowed with gratitude toward thee when thee was so ill i would often lie awake whole nights thinking and trembling lest thee should die i felt so strangely so weak and helpless that i stretched out my hands to thee and thy strong hands caught and sustained me through that time when i was neither woman nor child thee never humiliated me by even a glance thee treated me with a respect that i did not deserve but which i want to deserve i am not strong like emily warren but i am trying to do right thee changed a blind impulse into an abiding trust and sisterly affection thee may think i'm giving thee a strange proof of my trust i am going to tell thee something that i've not told any one yet last evening gilbert hearn took me to see his sister mrs bradford and i spent the evening with them and little adela coming home he asked me to be his wife i was not so very greatly surprised for he spent every first day in october at our house while adela was with us and he was very attentive to me father and mother don't like it very much but i think they are a little prejudiced against him on thy account i believe thee will tell me the truth about him ada dear you have honoured me greatly i will advise you just as i would my own sister what did you answer him last evening i told him that i was a simple country girl and not suited to be his wife he then said that he had a right to his own views about that he said he wanted a genuine wife one that would love him and his little girl and not a society woman who would marry him for his money 
that is exceedingly sensible yes he said he wanted a home and that he was fond of quiet home life that i came of a quiet sincere people and that he had seen enough of me to know that he could trust me he said also that i could be both a mother and a companion to adela and that the child needed just such a disposition as i had i laughed as i said mr hearn is sagacity itself even solomon could not act more wisely than he is seeking to act but what does your heart say to all this ada her color deepened and she averted her face thee will think i'm dreadfully matter-of-fact richard but i think that perhaps we are suited to each other i've thought about it a great deal as i said before my head isn't very strong i couldn't understand half the things he thinks and writes about i've seen that clearly he wouldn't expect a wife to understand his business and he says he wants to forget all about it when he comes home he says he likes a place full of beauty repose and genial light he likes quiet dinner-parties made up of his business friends and not literary people like thee we haven't got great inquiring minds like thee and emily warren you are making fun of me now ada i fear miss warren has thrown me over in disgust nonsense richard she loves thy little finger more than i am capable of loving any man she is strong and intense and she could go with thee in thought wherever thee pleases i'm only ada yes you are ada and the man who has the reputation of having the best of everything in the city wants you badly and with good reason but i want to know what you want i want to know what thee thinks of it i want thee to tell me about him does thee know anything against him no ada even when i feared he would disappoint my dearest hope i told your mother that he was an honourable man he is exceedingly shrewd in business but i never heard of his doing anything that was not square i think he would make you a very kind considerate husband and as he says you could do so much for his little girl but rich as he is ada he is not rich enough for you unless you can truly love him i think i can love him in my quiet way i think i would be happy in the life i would lead with him i'm fond of housekeeping and very fond of pretty things and of the city as thee knows then i could do so much for them all at home father and mother are growing old father lent some money years ago and lost it and he and mother have to work too hard i could do so much for them and for zillah and that would make me happy but i am so simple and i know so little that i fear i can't satisfy him i have no fear on that score what i am anxious about is will he satisfy you you can't realize how bent upon your happiness i am i thank thee richard i was not wrong in coming to thee well i told him that i wanted to think it all over and i asked him to do the same he said he had fully made up his mind and that his sister heartily approved of his course and had advised it he said that he would wait for me as long as i pleased now if thee thinks it's best thy words would have much influence with father and mother i raised her hand to my lips and said feelingly ada i am very grateful for this confidence i feel more honored that you should have come to me than if i had been made governor in view of what you have said i do think it's best mr hearn will always be kind and considerate and you will grow rapidly into those qualities that will adorn your high social position do not undervalue yourself gilbert hearn may well thank god for you every day of his life i went down to the office in a mood to write an interminable thanksgiving editorial for it seemed as if the clouds were all breaking away
End of Book Second, Chapter 19